Welcome back, Leadheads, to the July 4th, 2021 edition of the Talking Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Lefty, and that music just gets me fired up every time I hear the national anthem, baby. So I hope you Leadheads are out there enjoying America and everything that it has to offer, all its beauty, all its bounty. Hope you're grilling out, spending time with family, friends, loved ones, enjoying a ball game. Whatever it is you like to do, celebrate your independence, have fun, and drink up. Cheers, leadheads. So this episode, I'm reaching back into the archives to way, way back. I'm going back to like 2013, and uh, this was our interview that we had with Dugan Ashley. If uh, our longtime listeners remember, Dugan Ashley was the creator of the YouTube channel CarnetCon, which was a hilarious YouTube channel. Dugan Ashley and his crew there with CarnetCon, uh, absolutely funny stuff. Go back and check it out. The, the actual CarnetCon YouTube channel is no longer active, but some people have gone back and pulled the old videos and, and, and made them available. It's CarnetCon archive and it's c-a-r-n-i-k-c-o-n it's two words carnic con which is a shortened down version of carnivorous kinetic concepts so i think they they started about the same time we started talking lead back in 2012 uh but for whatever reasons the channel um they decided to stop the youtube channel i think there have been some you know dugan has popped up in some other creations i think there's one called booger eater uh, but I think it has since been pulled down. But anyway, hilarious guy. We had him on uh, the podcast back in the early days. If anybody knows where to find Duke, and I would love to get him back on the show again uh, someday. I think I saw one of the most recent interviews was a YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's called uh, Fit and Fire back in uh, January of last year. Uh, he had uh, Dugan on. Haven't watched that whole thing, but uh, it looks like it's pretty interesting. But anyway, that's what I've got for you guys because I'm out having a great time, enjoying my liberties, my freedoms, and being an American. So um, we'll be back with uh, new guests, new content coming up next week. We've got an AK Corner coming up this month that's going to be awesome. You're absolutely going to love it. We're going to be talking about trench art. And we're bringing back Jason Swar with Skillset Magazine. And we're going to have our good buddy James Balzac with Factory 47. That guy has forgotten more about AKs uh, than I've learned in the past three years doing the AK Corner. Uh, it's going to be a great time. I think Jason said he's got a buddy that he's going to bring on too that's uh, pretty into the, uh, the trench art. Uh, and maybe a couple other guests uh, special guest appearances. You never know who's going to pop up. Uh, but that's coming up the 15th. So make sure you uh, tune in for that. Uh, if you didn't check uh, last month's episode of AK Corner, we did the AK versus the AR. And we had a really good time with that. Uh, and speaking of that, if you go back to those archives with Carnicon, um, He's got one on there about the AR-15 versus the AK-47, and it's fucking hilarious. You're going to pee your pants. It's it's freaking hilarious. If you've never watched Carnet Con, again, go back, 
check out uh, that YouTube channel. It's Carnicon Archive. And I'll put links in the show notes, too, so you guys can link to it. So if you go to our website uh, and listen to the podcast, I always post show notes in case you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher or something like that. If you go to the website, uh, I've got show notes and links uh, pretty much on every uh, podcast that we do there. Uh, I'm not going to be doing a video for this episode because back then we weren't doing videos, and I just recently started doing the videos, and uh, I don't think you guys want to look at me just sitting here talking and uh, watching an interview that I did, was that eight years ago? Whatever. So, <laughs> uh, But what you can do is you can go and support those that sponsor this show, the Talking Lead Podcast, that make it possible each and every week. Companies like Seal One. How you doing? Dwight Suttle with Seal One here to talk about the proper use and application of Seal One CLP Plus. The first time you use Seal One CLP Plus, ideally I would start with a clean firearm. One, you see how easy our product will go on and cover the entire firearm and then wipe off. And then you'll also see that our product will remove more carbon that has been left behind from whatever you've been using. Now it takes about three cleanings. I like to say clean shoot, clean shoot, clean shoot for the seal one to get in and fully penetrate the firearm and remove whatever else you've been using before. The seal one CLP plus is safe on all metals, plastics, composites, wood, leather, you name it, it is safe on there. The seal one will not dry out. The seal one CLP plus is a dry lubricant. So you'll want to put it on and wipe it off. You want to wipe off the entire firearm. Seal One CLP Plus comes in a paste, a liquid, an aerosol, and pre-saturated bore patches that are bore specific sizes. We call those seal skins. To use Seal One, it's very simple. And using Seal One will reduce your cleaning time by over 50% from traditional cleaning methods. All carbon, copper, lead, plastic filing and shotguns, nothing is sticking it in hearing, so it all just gets wiped right off. So all you do is you field strip the firearm, you put it down and you go piece by piece by piece with covering the entire firearm inside and out with the seal one. The first time you're using it, I would leave it on for about 15 to 20 minutes, and then you come back and you wipe it all off. Seal one CLP plus, it is very simple. You do not want to overthink it. It is a dry lubricant and is meant to be used as such. So you'll put it on the entire firearm inside and out, and then you wipe it off completely. That's all there is to it. Seal one and done. Thank you. Seal1.net. I think the website, if you guys have been trying to go the last uh, couple of weeks, is under construction, the seal1.net. Uh, I think the seal1.com might be working, but if you're trying to use that discount code LEADHEAD to get your 25% off, just shoot me an email and I'll forward that on to Dwight and uh, he'll make sure that you get what you need uh, and you get that discount. Uh, but try it. It may, be, it may be back up by the time you hear this. Uh, seal1.net. Mission First Tactical. The awesome... Armorer's trays that we're calling them now, they call them dump trays. 
But I've been using them for when I clean my guns, take them apart, work on them, throw all my parts in there. They work great for that, so you're not losing your little springs and your little pins and all the pieces and parts of your gun as you're going through and either building them or cleaning them. All that grease and whatnot doesn't hurt these trays. Uh, completely impervious to all that. So you can use them for that, clean them up, bring them back in your bedroom, dump your pockets, your EDCs, whatever you're carrying. Uh, do your pocket dumps there at night, and it won't scratch up your beautiful furniture that uh, your wife spent so much money on. <laughs> uh, but they not only do the dump trays, they've got the magazines, the AR-15 magazines. They've got AR-10 magazines now available. And what's great about that is you can personalize those. So if you want to get some sort of cool logo, uh, if you want to get your name put on it, you got a nickname, uh, whatever, they've got this cool ink injection process that goes in. Uh, same thing with their, their holsters, the dump trays, their tactical wallets. Uh, they can go in and customize those to anything that you want. And they've got some pre-made uh, designs there too that you may be into, like the Talking Lead logo. So if you guys want to support our show, then ask for a Leadhead Brigade logo or our, um, our traditional Talking Lead Flying Bullets logo is what I like to call it. And uh, the guys over there, Dave and the guys, Colby and Chris, all those guys will hook you up. Great bunch of people over at MissionFirstTactical.com. And then, of course, we're going to hook you up with a discount because you are Leadheads. Use the code LEADHEAD. You're going to get 20% off at Mission First Tactical. Caltech Weapons. Chad and Matt and George Kelgren and the crew there at Caltech. Great bunch of innovative people working there for... 30 years, celebrating 30 years at Caltech this year, and we're going to be there with them at NRA this year, celebrating 30 years and 10 years of talking lead at the, I think it's the 150th NRA convention. Let me look look at that. Let me look that up. Uh, yes, 1871 to 2021, 150 years strong NRA. It's going to be in Houston, Texas this year at the George R. Brown Convention Center. September 3rd through the 5th, and the lead quarters will be hosted by Caltech at their booth. Don't know the booth number yet, um, but uh, they won't be hard to find. You can look for the Talking Lead uh, banners and logos, and I'm sure I'll put out uh, some information before we head there and let you know exactly what booth if you plan on attending. I've heard from many of you lead heads that are going to be attending uh, come by because we're going to have some awesome swag from Mission First Tactical, from uh, our buddies at Dip123. Danny uh, is designing the shirts that we're going to be having for the, the convention there. And there's no telling what else we may have. So while supplies last, I'm not going to guarantee uh, everybody will get something. But uh, if you come by, uh, make sure you get in touch with me. Let me know. And we'll try to hook you up with some of that cool swag that we're going to have there. Really looking forward to getting back into the convention scene and, and seeing everybody, all our friends, all the companies, seeing what's new, where people are headed. And um, we're going to bring all that to you from Houston, Texas. Some other things that are coming up, we've got, um, it's called Kalashtober. Uh, it's the sixth annual Kalashtober. And this is put on by our buddy... Ken Allen, he's got a company called Ken Allen Training, and uh, Kalashtober 
is going to be September 18th through the 19th, and it's in southern New Hampshire. And um, I've not been to this event, but I did talk about it in a previous episode, and several of you lead heads have gotten back with me, and even Ken got back with me, and we're talking about what an awesome event this is. So um, if I can make it to that, I will definitely try to get up there for that, but that falls real close to me getting back from the um the nra so i'll have a lot of a lot of editing things try to get content out to you leadheads but that's something that's coming up be aware you can go to i think it's ken allen trainings website.us but they're touting it as the east coast oldest original and continuously run ak training competition and community event so there you go guys if you're available to go to that go to it check it out but if any of you leadheads are planning to go to that, the 6th Annual Kalashtober up there in New Hampshire, uh, get in touch with me. Shoot me an email, talkingleadgmail.com. And uh, if I can't make it, then uh, maybe you guys can do a little coverage for us and the other leadheads, and uh, we can have you on the show and talk about it. Another event coming up uh, the next month in October, you've got Red October and you've got Kalash Bash. I think Kalash Bash happens first. It's October 9th and 10th. And this is in Eagle Lake, Texas. It's Kalash Bash. And they're touting it as it's set to be the event of the year for Kalash enthusiasts and practitioners. We'll be investing over a year of planning for to deliver the most epic event to date. KBTX21 will feature product demonstrations from some of the top manufacturers in the game. Uh, I think they do, they do a competition there as well. It may already be sold out for the competition, uh, but I think spectator tickets are still available. But you can go to uh, Kalash Bash. There's a Facebook page, uh, or if you just Google it, I think that'll that'll bring it up too. And then Red October. It's going to fall on October 23rd through the 24th. And, of course, that is in Las Vegas, the Pro Gun in uh, Boulder City, Nevada. This is right outside of Las Vegas, about 30 minutes. And they're touting it as time to get pumped. The Red October Kalashnikov Championship, ROKC, not only serves as the first and largest AK shooting competition in the U.S., but also host a wide array of firearm vendors for new product demos, personal face-to-face interactions with industry folks, and everyone's favorite, more than 500, nope, more than $25,000 in event giveaways. So there you go. Go check them out. You can go to the, the website there. It's Rifle Dynamics, uh, I guess, is hosting that, and you can go get your tickets for Red October there. And if you go back to our AK Corner Season 3, Episode 3, which was uh, Episode 388, we had Brian Nelson, who is the organizer of Red October, on that episode. So if you haven't checked that episode, go back, check it out. And uh, he gives us a little more detail about uh, that upcoming event. So unfortunately, I will not be attending Red October this year because that is following on uh, the dates that I had previously committed to attend the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, uh, their national convention. Uh, I've done it the last two uh, times that they've had it. They do it like every other other year, biennial. Um, 
Uh, so it falls um, on the same time Red October does this year. But that's going to be a great event, too, because I always get some great um, interviews there from the uh, federal law enforcement uh, community, get some really good stories. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be in Rhode Island this year, and uh, we're going to be there. We're going to be hosted by FEDS, which is the Federal Employee Defense Services. And what they do is provide insurance and insurance services to federal employees. So big thanks to Brenda and the gang at FEDS for sponsoring the lead quarters for the FLEOA National Convention. Uh, and we'll be there from October 20th through the 23rd. Looking forward to that. So we're going to have another another big stream of awesome interviews uh, from that. So we've got a lot coming up September, October. Um, so get prepared for Talking Lead Overload because we're going to be dropping tons and tons of, of content and interviews. And hopefully as I'm attending these live events, uh, by then, I will have figured out how to be able to to video these interviews from that, too. So if any of you leadheads have any suggestions on um, on how I can... Uh, the best way that I can go about videoing these interviews as I'm recording them, I'm open for suggestions. Talkinglead at gmail.com. So let's get into this blast from the past from our July 4th, 2013 episode with Carnetcon Dugan Ashley. And I think this is where the, the term snacktical was coined. And if, if you guys can find an instance prior to 2012 or 2013 where snacktical was used, uh, then I think Talking Lead gets credit for that. So, or actually our buddy Drew. So, you know, you guys know who Drew is. But without further ado or delay, roll that beautiful bean footage. Talking Lead. This is episode 27. How's it going, left hand? Going good, man. We're coming up on the 4th of July. Did you finally do anything with guns this last week? I did a little more ammo hunting, scavenging. Made a trip to Atlanta. Stopped in all the like academies and stores like that. I didn't find an academy down there, but I found some, some other stores. Did you go by our sponsors? No, I didn't have time. Oh, man. I didn't have time. I took in some ball games, and we stopped at a couple of restaurants. One called Prohibition. If you ever go to Atlanta, it's down in the Buckhead area. It's set up like an old-timey speakeasy. Right. Where you've got to have a pass, password, passcode to get in. Seriously? Yeah, you do. I mean, you have to actually know. I mean, it's not something that they advertise either. Oh, wow. And what it is, and it's awesome, is you walk, you go in this, and it's like a just a normal kind of like strip mall kind of thing, and you go in, 
and there's this red phone booth, you know, old, you know, nineteen hundreds phone where you've got the little thing, the receiver, like Andy Griffith used to use, you know. Yeah. And Sarah, hey Sarah, you know, <laughs> and the little the little rotary dial, and that's how you dial the code in. If you've got the code, you dial it in on the phone. Then uh, what they do is they buzz you in, and that whole booth opens like Get Smart, you know, right, kind of right. deal, and and that's how you go through. It's through that phone booth. And then once that's you the get coolest in, sounding bar I've ever heard. Of. Once you get in there, then it's it's all set up like the old timey days and sure. the servers and bartenders and everything have the uh, attire on for that era. They've got a set of rules and everything. You've got, I mean, you got to be a gentleman, and you know, there's a, it's a cigar bar, and they've got just tons and tons of whiskey drinks, gin drinks, you know, all kinds of stuff. But wow, uh, that was cool. That was kind of the highlight of uh, of my weekend. I took in a Gwinnett Braves, a Gwinnett. Is it Gwinnett? I don't know. I call them Gwinnett Braves. Um, See, I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not into baseball. I just can't do it. I've it tried. Was it was a good time. And, and something that I picked up while I was there was this cool hat. And it's a camo hat, and it's an it's a operation hat trick. And okay. If anybody's heard of that, it's Hats for Heroes, actually, and it's associated with Operation Hat Trick. It is a foundation that, I'll just read it here, it says Hats for Heroes is brought to you by Operation Hat Trick, OHT. The sale of OHT branded caps generates funds donated to organizations that support the recovery, education, and future employment of wounded soldiers and veterans. Visit www.operationhattrick.com for more information. Founded at the University of New Hampshire, OHT is dedicated to Nate Hardy and Mike Koch, and it's K-O-C-H. I just want to make sure I don't butcher his name there, but they were two Navy SEALs killed in Iraq in 2008. They fought and died together and are buried alongside each other at Arlington National Cemetery. Through partnership with Minor League Baseball, OHT is expanding to yield greater benefits to recovering soldiers and veterans. Thank you for supporting our service and men and women... Uh, injured while serving our country. So I uh, just stumbled across this while I was uh, in their uh, gift shop. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's a great, great organization. So It's a nice hat, too. Yeah, it's an awesome hat. I was uh, proud to purchase that. But guess how much ammo I, I How much across. ammo did you come across? I probably got about 300 rounds. Really? Yeah, uh, of varying mixed, 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 yeah. Nice. And at good prices, too. I mean, I was finding 223 for eight ninety nine. All in Atlanta, or did you find stuff 20. on the way? It was, it was in, in Atlanta, basically, in that area. Okay. Uh, in the general vicinity. But 40, finding 40 for $16.99 for really? 50 rounds. Yeah, 45 for uh, $18.99, wow. 50 rounds. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty awesome. Well, before I go into my weekend guns, I'll have to apologize to our sponsors and go back and thank them real quick. This episode of Talking Lead is brought to you in part by Occam Defense. The guys at Occam love the AK, but didn't love burning their hands, getting cut by their pre-sharpened gun, or the lack of options for accessories. After spending a few years in the lab, they've recently released the ODS 1775, which brings the best of the AR family to the Kalashnikov's reliability. It's still an AK under the hood. AK mags, forged Polish AK parts, but with American aerospace manufacturing practices and ingenuity. Check them out at OccamDefense.com or on Instagram at Solutions. But my weekend guns was kind of kind of cool. I got to take my daughter to the range, and she shot a twenty-two for the first time. Awesome. She really enjoyed it. She was scared to death at first, and we got one of those little... 
I don't I don't know what they're called, but the guys at the range kept calling them the noisy crickets, the little bitty ones. She got the pink one. She rented it. <laughs> she loved it though. It was a blast. So it was a it was a handgun. No, it was a rifle. Oh, it was a rifle. Okay, right. single cool. shot. Single, single shot. <laughs> single shot. Bolt. I like action it a lot. Rifle. <laughs> Of course, I shouldn't do that imitation because he's a jack wagon. <laughs> that was a uh, very, very cool time with my daughter getting her hooked on firearms, too, at a young age. So this week's show is going to be airing on the 4th of July. Usually airs on Friday, but this time we're going to do it a little Cross bit Cross our fingers. So it's going to be a little bit more laid back show. Not that our shows are never not laid back. And we had to pick a guest that just personified america in every way possible and america america and we 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 found this channel through 22 plinkster and rich ryan started watching it it's fairly interesting a lot of good information on there and freaking hilarious through every single video he's got so ladies and gentlemen this is dugan ashley how's it going happy birthday united states of america <laughs> <laughs> yeah happening and talking lit not a lot man not a lot if y'all don't recognize his voice stop your podcast right now go to youtube and type in the words it falls karnik c-a-r-n-i-k and con c-o-n two you'll separate see his words. videos there karnik con and check out his videos so what the hell does karnik con mean that is uh carnivorous kinetic concepts Carnivorous Kinetic Concepts. Yes, it is an umbrella corporation of scientific testing for, for government contracting, uh, validation of new weapon systems, weapon production, and the, the fields of survivability, badassness. Yes. Badassness? Yes. Yeah. Y'all have a pretty pretty fancy research facility there from what I see in all your videos. We sure do. So what do you employ, about, what, two or three hundred people? Sure, I mean, you know, <laughs> minus, minus about uh, two hundred and uh, Ninety-five. I was okay. just looking gotcha. at all your scientists and stuff in the in the videos too. <laughs> now, do they change? You subcontract them out? <laughs> <laughs> no, they just kind of they just wander into the facility. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't gotcha. even know who those guys are. Kind of interns, right? <laughs> Dugan, what'd you do with guns this week? Oh man. Okay. Well, I actually I haven't I have not shot a single gun this week, but I have been looking at some gun stuff. I've got some Bravo concealment holsters, so I'm wearing those. I've been wearing them around. I got some in the waistband stuff and some exterior stuff, so I've been checking those out all at one time. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. The feasibility yeah. of having more than one holster sure. on you at one time. Sure. It's a New York, you know, New York reload. Well, and I know <laughs> some of the research you all do. I'm assuming gets into genetics because one of the things in your intro is the anatomical defiance of nature, and there's a gun. That pops up from an area that I know I can't hold a gun there, but you but. So, no, not but <laughs> the other side, <laughs> the groinal area. <laughs> yeah, so so playing with Robert concealment holsters, seeing how I like them. Also, I'm trying to think of what else. I, I got some. I just got some DRT, some of the DRT frangible, uh-huh. uh, penetrating frangible 45 ACP. So that'll be fun to play around with. I haven't shot that yet, but looking forward to that after the fourth. TN did a review on some of that. Did uh, Outdoors 9? Yeah, I watched, watched a couple of his videos the other day on that. It was pretty cool. Shooting through the ballistic jail. Now, what are you clicking there in the background? Is that a I'm firearm? Sorry, no, no, no. Oh, not. man. Is that your nail clippers? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, something like Tactical that. clippers. Something like that. Hey, Ralph, Zipper Pie, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. I know with your videos, y'all look very busy all the time. I know scientific research, that's a lot of, lot of time involved in that. But you may have heard of this guy named Jim Carrey. Yes. 
And he's already been on our jack wagon of the week, the jack wagon train. Oh, he's on it, yeah. We are planted. locking him in and giving him a plaque on the train this week because he has gone as far to say in his new movie, Kick-Ass 2, which, you know, the first one was pretty violent. This one's pretty violent. It was awesome. Which is cool for a movie. I mean, how cool was that movie? I love that movie. We that. That movie was awesome. He is going around telling people to not watch it because <laughs> it's too violent. <laughs> He has earned his permanency on the jack wagon train. Yeah. There, there's no way he's getting off now. He's he's there for good. Diane Feinstein is up in the engineer booth of that train. He may be the yeah. uh, and Pierce Morgan the is, co-driver is is right there. He, I think he's he's etching up over Pierce Morgan. Now. You know what? Let's let's make him the caboose guy. Let's make Jim Carrey the caboose. <laughs> caboose. Put him on the end there. Yeah, put him on the <laughs> rear end of that train. So that is our jack wagon of the week this week. And let's go ahead and start the interview with Dugan here. Let's do it. Is it Duggan or Dugan? Dugan. Okay. I have non-traditional spelling. Okay. (laughs) Kind of like Bo Yancey for uh, Boyancey. Exactly. Boyancey. That's the true true pronunciation. (laughs) If you really break down the word. We have four big questions we ask all of our guests, Dugan. First one being, how did you originally get into firearms? I originally, my first, you know, I'd always been kind of drawn to into like G.I. Joe's and stuff like that. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Now the eighties uh, or the seventies, the, the the big twelve inch GI Joes or the three and three quarter inch, oh, the, the little the little ones. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's our era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, GI Joes, and then I mean, I was pretty much hooked since then. My first, I bought a AK forty seven the week that I turned eighteen. Went to a gun show, bought a Egyptian Matty AK forty seven for three hundred and thirty dollars, and I was nice. so sore about about the ridiculous price gouge that. <laughs> When I left that gun show, I remember thinking that, man, I wish I could pick up some more Maddies for 330 You'd have bought everyone <laughs> they had then, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe some of your scientists could come up with some sort of a, a time travel oh, if only. video. Oh, maybe we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to write that into the uh, show curriculum. <laughs> I think you could do <laughs> so it. Hand- show curriculum. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually, we do. We run them pretty far out. We're about, we're about 15, we got about 15 episodes ahead that we haven't filmed. Y'all actually write them? Oh, yeah. That's oh, what's yeah. wrong with us. <laughs> That's why our videos aren't getting any views. Yeah. We just start, we hit the we play and then we just start, start Oh, yeah, I think it's great. I, I think they're And great. it shows. Yeah, roll with it. Second question is, do you have any military or law enforcement experience? I do. I have military experience. I, I don't want to get too far into specifics. I will just say, I would say I was active duty Army okay. for uh, five years. I fought Al-Qaeda in Iraq in Ramadi in Al-Anbar province for over a year straight because I was, I was on one of the crews that got extended. Uh-huh. And I, I was in, uh, and you guys are from Tennessee, right? Yes. So I was in two big operations called Chickamauga and Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Yeah, that's where we both went to college. That's where I live. Yeah. That's kind of where I came from, preceding, preceding Carnac on kind of my background. Can we Thank talk you for about your service. Third question is, in pop culture, whether it be movie, comic book, TV show, video game. What's your go-to gun-related? Oh man. Okay, for guns specifically, it's hard for me to top Heat. Two. That's two for Heat. Now. That's two. Yeah. Who was it that said Heat? Ron uh, Bellin. <clears throat> was it Ron? I think it was Ron. Or was it Ron or Mike Deddy? I don't know. We'll have to play it. Back. It was one of the two. But anyway, I yeah, mean, that's you're, a, you're in good company one. with that one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heat, Heat, Heat has you know some of the most accurate depictions of really. I mean, you can really tell that they're 
their technical advisors were super firearm savvy because they just have, I mean, just like awesome picks. I mean, pretty good spectrum. You got a G3, you got an HK G3, you got Galil's, you got the FN, FNC. I mean, there's just a lot mm. of really cool guns in that movie. Colt, Colt Commander, a lot of cool stuff. You also mentioned G.I. Joe a little bit earlier, too, so I know that's one of your... Uh Oh, yeah, sure. Two yeah, pop sure. cultures, too. So yeah, back to G.I. Joe. Is, was that the motivation for Carnicon? Knowing is half the battle? So you're trying to get the people the knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite G.I. Joe? Don't say Storm Shadow. I was going to say Snake Eyes. There you yes. go. Okay. He isn't, would, that, isn't that everybody's favorite? I, mean, I, I think so. I think so. It's not mine. Oh, okay. What's yours? But he's, he's, one of, he's one of mine. What's yours? Uh, mine would be Torpedo. You know, I always liked Sergeant Slaughter, too. He was pretty awesome. Sergeant Slaughter, the wrestler. <laughs> Wait, which was Torpedo? Dory. Which one was that? Torpedo was the uh, the seal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. From Hawaii. Can't remember his real name. What is his real name? I used to, I used to could tell you everybody's real name, their code name, where they were from, you know, what grade they, you know, what uh the rank they were, everything. And then he learned about real life. Well, then I turned 13. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And <laughs> girls got looking important. Looking at girls, yeah. yeah. Girls. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget this. My most embarrassing moment of my life. I was at my house. I was probably six, a freshman in, in high school. And I had an older brother who was a senior at that time. He would have people over at the house all the time, you know, girls and things like that. It was like nine o'clock at night one night and I had my G.I. Joe's out and I had my, my F-14. I had all the vehicles out. You know, I, was, I, was oh, getting, yeah. I was getting ready to have a, a battle royal. I had the Cobras separated and everybody was <laughs> in their bunker. I had them up on the couch, up on the pool table. I mean, I had... I had the downstairs was battlefield ready. Lo and behold, my brother comes in with two of the hottest chicks at, at our school and a couple of their friends. And there I am, geeked out with my G.I. Joes, getting ready to have a battle royale. I turned, I don't know how many shades of red I turned, but what was cool was they came in and they wanted to have a battle. They wanted to play. <laughs> so it panned out. And so, yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool, but I was so embarrassed. When they, I mean, you ever had that feeling like you just got busted doing yeah, something? Yeah, but it had nothing to do with G.I. Joes. <laughs> <laughs> No. We can't go into that story on this show. I understand. It's, I mean, in that kind of situation, really, the only thing to do is just embrace it and be like, hey, honey, you're riding the alternate route of my all-terrain tactical assault vehicle here, and I'm going to need you to move out of the way because we've got a mission. You know, we're rolling. <laughs> but you know what would have really helped them in that environment? If you would have had Mariflage. That's right. If you would have had Mariflage, which sure. is one of the I greatest YouTube like, videos I felt ever. like hiding. You would have been fine. I Nobody would have like even seen you. Crawling in that same pocket that the eight ball was in and... <laughs> just hiding but you know 16 years old and you know these hot 18 19 year olds come in like, oh. and for all you people listening right now that are going mariflage what the heck is that well guess what we'll you, didn't back to oh, you, you didn't you pause the see. podcast and go to the youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> you will find out that's the brainchild of carnicon carnicon now did you come up with that or some of your scientists come up with that dugan say mariflage i think that well, was one of our that was one of our first successful T and E periods that you see yeah. documented. Yeah. Gotcha. That was one of our earlier ones. I love it. Your, even your works for dogs. Subject. Well, yeah, that was their yeah. test subject. It was the, yeah. the dog. You tromped through the woods and you never saw him. Never saw him. That's the nature of Mariflosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like you know the crazy stuff that is in my head that comes out sometimes off the air, and you're like, where the heck did that come from? Somehow Dugan has tapped into that and yeah. put it on film. That's what I hear. That's I usually get two types of emails. Either somebody says you got in my head, uh, extruded my thoughts, and then put them out on a YouTube channel. 
or they just send me an email. It's like you're an abomination, and you need to <laughs> you need to burn now. You know? Why? Why would they do that? I don't understand. Um, if they think, can't well, understand that, it's it's. I mean, we we debated putting uh, like a warning label, like, hey, you know, this is a production and stuff. And then we decided not to in favor of that. Hopefully the audience would be intelligent enough to understand that what we're showing is exactly what we intend to. You know, I mean, it's it's a result of a lot of editing and a lot of I mean, if we Stripping, if we can't do yeah. it, something safe, we we just don't we don't do it. So what you see is not necessarily reality and you got to be mature enough it's it, it's a challenge for people that are mature enough to understand the difference between fantasy and reality and, and some people aren't there yet but. and you're using real firearms and yeah absolutely most of the time live rounds yeah exactly and if you really really watch if you really want to pick them apart you can tell that they're being safe with this stuff it's just the editing different angles that they cut in and out i mean well sure that's i mean we see we see all like i'll get i had one guy he sent me an email we filmed a new opener we do a uh a blossom shot where we fire in 180 degree arc with various types of firearms (laughs) and he wrote me and he said he was like he was like you idiot firing these guns in the air like what what the heck do you think you're doing firing those bullets in there and i'm like if you would slow down the video slow down look and you'll see the angle of where the berm ends it just ends up being shotgun shells you know so we're firing shot it's not (laughs) yeah it's not not projected we're not firing two thousand you're shooting blanks or something yeah yeah right yeah exactly (laughs) which is totally you know totally safe so and why can't he get the shock and awe that you can create a rainbow by doing that right exactly that should trump all the different issues people have i thought that was a a tribute to skittles the rainbow of flavor because you guys are big on skittles big on skittles we're going to send you this shirt once we get it made we have a phrase we we coined actually one of our guests coined it but they let us use it we were talking about like having m&m dispensers on an ar because left hand here he loves decking out his ars like you had and how you need to deck out your ar gotta dress it up yes yeah gotta dress it up he has every accessory you can possibly fit on every one of his ARs. So we were talking about giving giving him like an M&M dispenser, a a hair mousse dispenser, all kinds of stuff. And when we started talking about the M&Ms, we came up with Snacktical. And we're having t-shirts made with Snacktical. Snacktical. (laughs) And we may do them with Skittles now and and send you a couple free shirts. Is that Andrew? Yeah, I think it was Andrew. It came over there. I will wear them. Yeah. I will wear them for sure. Well, it'll be like an AR with a, a, a Skittles dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Or it'll be a guy firing a fully auto AR and popping Skittles in his mouth. Skittles? At the same time. I like time. that too. Yeah. I like that too. That's good. Snacktical. Oh, thanks for sending us this Freedom American Ale too. By the way, we're oh we're, no problem. We're I'm glad it. you guys. I'm glad you guys enjoy it. It's really good I stuff. Like that. Back to the the safety concerns and people sending you crazy emails in that 45 ACP versus nine. Did you get a bunch about the alcohol? <laughs> that was yeah. That was probably that was probably our most heated one for sure. <laughs> Which you know, my t- this is my take on it. And tell me if I'm wrong. I'm just trying to defend you guys a little bit. Sure, sure. You know, my take is y'all had a sponsor for that video freedom american ale and we know how it is sometimes sponsors want a lot of their stuff in the screen on the radio constantly right so y'all may have had a little pressure to utilize freedom american ale throughout the video and i don't know they may have even been there for all we know here's pushing here's a you know Budget, and budget is tight, guys. Yeah, yeah. The budget is real tight. The testing, but testing and evaluation budget, and they are our sponsors. But we are also on board for them for taste testing. So this was a new batch, an entire new lot of Freedom America Ale, and so we had to figure out how to pack into one day the testing of random bottles out of this lot, <laughs> yeah. along with 
No. You know, our weapons and evaluation testing to determine, mm. you know, which caliber is the best. So it's not easy to do that. And that's that's where you get videos like that. Right. Uh, disclaimer. In no way do uh, <laughs> talking, talking with or- Zeke or left hand <laughs> endorse or encourage drinking while handling firearms. In fact, as we're, our disclaimer, as, as we're drinking our as we're drinking our Freedom American Ale, there are no firearms anywhere around us at this moment in time. And that goes for CornerCon too. Yes. Yeah. Y'all were in a very controlled everything, environment. Everything. Exactly. It was scientific. It's comedy. Lighten up, of, people. I was reading some of the negative comments on there. I'm like, okay, they'll they'll bash you guys because it's YouTube, but then they'll go and watch Tropic Thunder or any of these other comedies that have firearms and have crazy things going on with firearms, but they don't bash them for the same thing. Sure. So. Well, I mean, and and it's it's you know well, maybe it's they are. Concept. We just don't hear about it. <laughs> that's true that's true it's it's a new involving the fire you know using using live firearms um in ways that are difficult to even portray on the screen is i mean that's what the channel is you know so so it's understandable it being like a new concept that people especially especially people that are traditionally minded could have issues with but i mean we, we put a lot of thought into being able to pull this stuff off safely and we definitely don't do anything that would danger anyone's safety for sure what's the most dangerous stunt you've done to date uh <laughs> I mean, the, that the, growl. The really, <laughs> the really dangerous stuff we just don't even do. Like, well, see, a lot of the stuff that we've canceled is for like future episodes that we haven't even filmed yet. So I don't want to give the ideas. Away, okay. We have a okay. we we have had stuff where we've been like, okay, well, well, here's one, here's one. Okay, so we have one that we scrapped. This this episode actually ended up getting scrapped, and we used segments of it for other stuff. But we were going to have we we're having uh, Dugan sitting down in front of a TV and like things that you can do with a gun and it was like turn on a TV and we'd have a TV sitting there <laughs> pulls, pulls out a pistol shoots at the power button obviously it doesn't turn on the TV <laughs> shoots again doesn't turn on the TV and then there's a moment's pause and he goes turn off the TV and then he just shoots the center of the screen and just like, explodes the screen so we, we you know good. for something like that we, we initially had like a couple guys sitting on a couch they actually filmed it because of the danger of fragmentation of the screen sure. and things like that. You know, we had to switch it out to single character, had berms all around, and we'll even, you know, we'll even use like soft armor and stuff like that as long as it doesn't degrade what we're trying to portray, you know? Right. right. I was thinking that you were going to say your trip to the Kentucky gun show was your mission. <laughs> Those stunt. interviews look pretty dangerous. <laughs> it could have been. They were not. It was really difficult trying to explain to people, especially if you've never seen it. It was like, uh, you know, I'd say, hey, you know, we're doing this. You know, we just got this goofy channel and, you know, we just want to do some goofy stuff with these firearms, ask silly questions, things like that. And they just they just stare at me like I got a. What's wrong you know, with you, boy? Yeah, like, <laughs> say, I just don't see. I just don't see how guns could be funny. And that's that's pretty typical. And it just it just takes. Luckily, the rifleman was extremely cool. Those guys and those guys had some sick, sick machine guns. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they were awesome. This was at Knob Creek. If everybody's curious on where he's talking about, which is a very famous they, place to go where they shoot the Gatling gun. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, it's a it's a great bunch of crowd, and I and I totally understood the reservation. You know, maybe uh, if we go back, it'll probably be more well received. Hopefully, next time. But a great bunch of folks and a whole lot of fun. If you ever want to check that out, I'd, I'd certainly encourage anybody to go check that out to see uh, machine guns being fired and go see the rifleman. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Check out his booth. How do you get your firearms? Uh, you've got a lot of different ones. You see, you got full auto. Sure. Uh, you had some really, you had the FAMAS <laughs> in yep, one yep, of your videos. Yep. I mean, we, we always try to have something that's going to stand out, at least in some way, some effect or another. And a lot of those, you know, like the machine guns and things like that, most of that stuff is not your, your pre-86 stuff. A lot of that stuff 
is going to be used under manufacturer license, which which allows current production machine guns, things like that. And that's and that's typically what you see or loan from representatives of companies and things like that, especially if you see something that's that's brand new. And, and we will, you know, we just get to use it on the on the show. So unfortunately, don't I'm not packing that under my bed or anything like that when you see something real crazy. But, <laughs> it's not coming out of your safe. Huh? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's cool. So, I, lo- I love the uh, the bullpup. Oh, thank you. Thank video. You. It was hilarious. Did you love the bullpup video or the girl that he's carrying in the thumbnail of the video? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what got me to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I kept waiting that's, for her to show up. She never showed up. Yeah, no, not, yeah. I think we'll probably put some gals. We, we've got some nice gals that are excited about doing stuff, I think, in the future. So hopefully. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we can do something like that in the future here. Y'all are sneaky with that, man. Like I thought I was going to see you riding a rhino in the AR video. <laughs> that comment. <It's>, that's George <laughs> Washington on there. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, overlays and stuff in your videos. We want a T and E that I, I keep calling it the Mara Dragon, the thing yeah. that flies out at the American sure. flag. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what if y'all have a name for it, but can we T and E that? Is that possible to get a T and E of that? Yeah, you just want me to ship it over there and we'll uh, fill out. We'll the get forms. the. We'll do it right. I mean, we'll we'll have you send it to the RFFL. Get okay. that taken care of. It's very. I mean, there's a lot of muzzles sticking to that thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Can you suppress each one of them? I don't see why not. Yeah, man. we may try that. Yeah. That sounded like a that sounded like a rain stick when it was going off. It'd just be like. So many full autos going off at once. Yeah, that thing's that thing's brilliant. What did you actually do in the '96 Olympics? Oh, uh, pole vaulting. Oh, okay, nice yeah. pole vaulting in the '96 Olympics. Like, very, very challenging. Yeah. What was the phrase you used? They were handing out gold medals, like like we were gold exchange. Gold exchange. That's what <laughs> <it was. Yeah. laughs> we were in those Olympics. We just we just really kicked some ass in you know '96. I mean, that's just mm. yeah. Yes, and that was a that was Atlanta, wasn't it? Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that that video where he's wearing the '96 Olympics jacket is the super carbine course. Left hand and I have been begging. Dugan and the guys at Carnicon let us we'll pay we'll come and do the course I mean we've had Rob Pincus on we did some training with him we we've done stuff with Palisade Tactical we've done stuff with James Yeager at Tactical Response took a whole class with him got some other big names that are coming up but I don't think our tactical training would be complete unless we got the super carbine course. Well, it's like Jaeger uh, says, you know, try everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that concept. We have now, fellas, we got a very extensive waiting list, but I think that I think we could eventually fit you guys in somewhere. Okay. All right. For sure. And that's let us know what we got to do. That statement you just made fitting us in somewhere scares me because of your your criteria for testing things out but y'all can go search on his on his youtube channel for that description i'm not gonna say it on the show (laughs) and then the science did you after you got out of the military did you go and you know get a high level physics degree or yeah university of phoenix or yeah for i've gone to uh mu for physics for uh physics Physics. you got to call it physics physics it's physics is that your skittles dispenser or what is that uh this is actually this is a stapler i've got a jam in the stapler (laughs) i'm clearing i'm clearing frog lube works good on that clearing the stapler malfunction you know i wonder i wonder if frog lube would be appropriate for i can't imagine why it wouldn't be outstanding lubrication for any other kind of you know man function tool or anything like that i use it for chapstick is it all is it natural like that yeah yeah you can we didn't believe it and we went to the booth at the nra show and larry lasky the creator he said oh yeah and he sprayed a big handful of it on his hand just licked it all off we were like oh, and then he sprayed it okay. in his mouth yeah sprayed it in his mouth that's kind of like boar butter was like that you know yeah. for <laughs> yeah. muzzle loaders and stuff and there's yeah. another one new one italian gun grease 
Italian. It's similar. It's good. Yeah, it's like we're going to talk to those guys and learn more about that. I haven't heard about that. Yeah, they're actually local here. They're at Spring us. Hill, Tennessee. Nice. Seem pretty Italian gun grease. Yeah, it's got a like an old school mobster silhouette on it. Oh, pretty here's cool. something. I totally forgot to mention this. Now, I don't know. Forgive me if you guys have already heard of this. I found out this week about a new website that is extremely handy. I think it's gunbot.net. Have you guys heard of that? No. Gunbot? Uh-uh. Gumbot.net is a new site. I think it's still it's still pretty preliminary, so they don't have absolutely everything on there, but it's an algorithm that search it searches a database for ammunition so you can find, for instance, right now we've got this ammunition shortage going on. So right. you can put, put in your caliber, and then you can search by price, and it will search an entire database, and it has all the good ones in there, you know, aim surplus and everybody else. Now, will it pull what's available, or will it pull like, yes, you can, out of stock you can select stuff? It, you can select it to do everything, or you can sl- set the criterion to uh, in stock only, and right. you get real time. Well, that would be useful. What was that other app that somebody sent? Oh, uh, Gun Free Zone. That's another cool app. Somebody sent us an email about this week. Go to like the Google Play Store or Apple and type in Gun Free Zone. And it's an app where as you go to different businesses, you can hit a button whether it's gun-friendly or it's not. Ah. And so as you travel around, as people enter the information, it's pretty cool. You can just pull up where you're at and see what's gun-friendly and what's not. I like that. And then yeah. boycott them. Exactly. Yep. We got a little thing going with Cut Buffalo Wild Wings. Actually, oh, yeah. we, found, yeah, we found out. Gun-friendly. Yeah, we found out. I think it's the corporate stores that are, have banned guns. If it's a franchise, I think they have a choice whether or not to. So that's awesome that I can still go to some Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah, that is good. <laughs> the urbanized battle dress uniform, the urbanized BDUs, and the yes. uh, those those are pretty slick. Did y'all develop those too? Yes. You know, it's something that's kind of been. I mean, it's pretty high speed, no drag stuff that has been out there for a little while. Hasn't really been adopted yet, except for tier zero operation environments. You know. Mm. Uh, those kinds of circles. So it's something that's still kind of in development, but preliminary tests are pretty pretty impressive, pretty positive. Still waiting yeah. for the field test to come in? Yeah. So yeah. it's still not to the level of Mariflage. Right, okay. exactly. Now, uh, are y'all going to have, like, uh, Mariflage UBDUs? You know, I actually, we want to, we really want to develop, get with uh, Tack Taylor or something like that and come out with a Mariflage <laughs> chest rig. You nice. Know? And, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and actually have that. I don't know the availability of, you know, like 500 denier cordura or something like that that you'd want to be at the same quality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you want it to be the same quality as a, as a rig, a normal chest rig, but just having a Mariflage pattern. We'd love to do something like that. Tell us about your range. Like, y'all have got a hell of a range there. Yeah, it's just a range. It's well outside of areas where we bother other folks. And it's a great facility, great landowners, fantastic. They're very, very generous letting us have uh, run our operations out there. We call ours the Talking Lead Ranch. What do you call your facilities or your compound? We call it we call it the Carnicon, well, technically the Carnicon Defense SEDA, which is your small arms development area. Yeah, we just get the ranch and then within it our little range is the boneyard because <laughs> there's a bunch of cow skulls everywhere oh nice yeah or are they cow skulls? could be aliens those aliens are tricky <laughs> what's up with the whipped cream in the ak in that super oh, you carbon guys, course you didn't know about did you do you know kind of the background on that no no all right okay so uh <laughs> came out with one of, one of our most popular videos is the ak versus ar and in that we run food in the action of the ak which is a testament to the ak's uh, <laughs> functionality and, and reliability you right. know, firing that durability yeah 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 exactly and it's pretty it's pretty impressive so 
we came out with that and then i actually i mean i i didn't know anything about it we had a bunch of fans that sent us messages and they said hey you gotta look at this new fps rusher video <laughs> you got you got to see this and we went there and it's it's one of the current videos that he's got it's a bacon bacon and bacon sunday and the ak <laughs> and so uh, our fans kind of demanded hey you know we want you know what's your what's your answer to that and that's kind of where that that's where that came from i yeah. thought you were coming up with a new gun lube it could be a it probably new is a, it's all natural gun lube it's but delicious. you can eat it's not whipped cream you got to come up with another name it's got to be like carnicon lube or something like that <laughs> i'm not going there <laughs> and then you come up with all the different applications that you can use your Carnicon lube for. What's really cool about your channel is through all the hilarity and the the craziness that goes on, there's still little nuggets of really good knowledge that's in there. Sometimes, but you don't know what's, <laughs> what's bullshit and what's uh, for real. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, man, if, I think that a lot of the people that get really upset are maybe not as familiar with with. Humor, firearms. yeah, they're not yeah. familiar with well, humor or humor. Sure, yeah, yeah, there you go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like in the shooting the tracers through the AR, there's you go in depth on how the tracer works and that round works, and then you talk about where it's used, and then you talk about Geisley triggers. You go on to make a joke about it, but it's still, I mean, how many people know about Geisley triggers out there? They're fantastic. Yeah, I definitely recommend them. They're, they're pricey, but man, that's a good. What do you say? They make brain surgery easy or rocket science? Oh, re- remote brain surgery. Remote, remote brain. brain. Yeah. Just a word of advice for people who watch their videos. Just take it for the entertainment value that it is and don't try to read stuff into it. No, have fun. Other than humor. It's fun. And then in the shooting tracers part two, I'm really, really glad that you brought this up. But he does go into the data that our troops are shooting Teletubbies over in Afghanistan. And it's been hidden. It's not been talked about a lot. But I'm glad y'all had, cover up. y'all had the balls to bring that out in, in the open about us shooting Teletubbies in Afghanistan mountains. We we believe in the truth, guys. Yeah. The truth. Wiki WikiLeaks who? <laughs> and that tells it all right there. <laughs> Assange, is that the guy's name? Julian Assange. Julian Assange, who? The other one that got me really good is there's an acronym in, in like the tactical world of MOVE. Motionless operators ventilate easily. We learned that one at Tactical Response. Right, right. And then Carnicon, with their vast array of knowledge, came <laughs> up with their own. Uh, <laughs> and it's well-ventilated bad guys assume room temperature quicker. Quicker, <laughs> which is W V B G A R T Q. How do you say that? Oh, that's exactly right, and it's and it's true too, guys. That's that's the truth right there. <laughs> it's just like just like a TV dinner, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to stick a fork in it several yeah. times. Baked potato. Oh man! But y'all definitely go to Carnicon Channel. Like I said, it's C A R N I K, and then C O N. Watch their videos. Subscribe to the channel. And please, while you're on YouTube, type in Talking Lead and then go subscribe to that one too. So it's time for Facts Facts to Fight fight, the Myths. And since you are our guest, Dugan, we're going to let you go first. Do you have a myth and then a fact to fight it? I think so. Okay. Um, One of the longest debated uh, classical firearms myths that I can come up with would be... This myth of that you have to clean guns, mm. you know, and the fact to support that is that just just shoot them, just keep shooting them, and they'll probably just keep firing. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Gunny can back that up too because he made that claim also. It was just Glocks, though. Good enough for me. Gunny says. <laughs> well, I have, Gunny says I, I don't need to clean it. I don't need to clean it. <laughs> I would t- hey, I'd take his word for it. <laughs> 
So, Zeke, what's your fact to fight to myth this week? Since it's 4th of July, I do want to do a little 4th of July myth. It's not necessarily gun-related, but it is related to the holiday. And what my myth is, independence was actually declared on the 4th of July. Technically, no, it wasn't. The actual verbal declaration by the Continental Congress was on July 2nd. 1776. That's why John Adams originally thought that July 2nd was going to be the day that future Americans celebrated. On that night, Pennsylvania Evening Post published a statement, this day the Continental Congress declared the United Colonies free and independent states. So eventually what happened is... So they're going to have to go redo that movie? (laughs) (laughs) No, the the, that one and the Will Smith movie? Start over! (laughs) Hang on, guys. The document that was justifying that act of Congress, the Thomas Jefferson's Declaration of Independence, was adopted on the 4th. So the actual declaration and everything actually happened on the 2nd. Yeah. And the original celebration actually happened on the 8th. When that's Phil- right. I, I heard the 8th. That's what yeah. I heard. That's when Philadelphia threw their party. Who? Philadelphia. Okay. They threw their party. You said Philadelphia. Did I say Philadelphia? You did. It's like that if you say it fast. It's this Freedom American Ale. I mean, if, if the Freedom American Ale does that, what it did to them in that video, shoot. Yeah. I'm going to say Philadelphia. There you go. <laughs> so the actual first party was on July 8th. Yeah. Then Plus they, they had all those to, movies that they'd already done, you know, Born on the Fourth of July, Will Smith, Independence Day. <laughs> Not back then. Uh, you know, so <laughs> instead of having to go back and redo all those big budget movies. Which, which yeah. Will Smith was the most realistic and important one, uh, Independence, Independence Day. Independence Day. Yes. I said that. That's the one that really, I know, I'm just reiterating. Because the aliens. I really want to reiterate that. <laughs> the aliens. <laughs> I mean, that's the most patriotic movie. Actually, it, it was towards the end when the president gives his speech. Sure it was. And it was on the 4th of July when they And then the Randy Quaid the- screams <laughs> as he's flying up into the eye of. <laughs> yeah. The what? Randy Quaid. The eye of. Eye of the. Oh, um, the eye of the mothership. Yeah. Yeah. Laser beam, laser beam shoot. That was uh, what's his name? Randy Quaid. No, Clark Griswold. No, no, no Clark's his cousin, cousin Eddie. Cousin, cousin Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't see him anything other than cousin Eddie in any movie. I mean, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was saying the whole movie during the Independence. It's cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got one? All right. So my my myth is uh, has to do with along the lines of what you're talking about. Um, and I guess this was on the 8th when they had this big party in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, Philadelphia. <laughs> Where all these Philadelphians are getting drunk and drinking... Uh, freedom American Ale. Drinking Freedom American with Ale. With the secret ingredient of bald eagle pee. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, Delicious. You know, some of them got a little too wild and were ringing the bells across town. And, uh, of course, the famous Liberty Bell was supposedly cracked that day. Uh, maybe Cousin Eddie got, had a little too much and he slammed it with his head. But uh, that's not true. The reality is that it was a poorly made bell to begin with. And when they originally received the bell back in 1752, and I know that because Zeke just told me. <laughs> Sign language. <laughs> uh, it was cracked when it arrived so just like today when we get faulty products we send them back to the manufacturer and they're supposed to fix them for us and supposedly they came back and recast this bell and after they recast it they rang it again and it kept cracking so it was just a piece of crap bells what it turned out to be and 
It's one of our national icons. Not degrading our the meaning behind it at no, all. No, not at all. It was a shoddy made bell. Fact the, duct, the duct tape didn't work to fix it. Yeah, if only they had it back then. Duct tape would represent liberty, which in my eyes it does. It should, yeah. I want I some Mariflage duct tape. <laughs> I think they have it. I, yeah, I think I've seen that out there. So, Dugan... Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, go ahead and plug any of the stuff y'all got going on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wait, 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 wait. EDC oh, check. Oh, crap. Huh? EDC check. We do a thing every week oh, called okay. the EDC check. Yes. And you have to call out what you're carrying, which okay. in your case is probably some wild. You may even have the Mara Dragon on you. I do have some cool stuff. Okay. So we'll let you go first. What are you packing today? Okay. So can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I have for a sidearm, I'm testing out this Bravo holster. I have T226 full-size with the Insight WL1AA, which is a AA RAN light laser combo, and it is pretty awesome. Cool. You ran that on the rail? Yeah, uh uh-huh. Yep, on the rail. uh, Bravo will make a holster that will accommodate that light laser combination, and so far it's working great. Is that the only thing you got? You got a knife? I also have... Now, I, I actually don't have my knife on me. No I do big have sticker, huh? a handheld flashlight, which is a very worn Streamlight single AA model, the ProTac 1AA, which is a awesome. I'm, I'm pretty big into AA electronics. You're trying to you <laughs> keep know, everything after, uh, standardized. I keep well, thinking yeah, you're just, about to say the gun is run by AA batteries. <laughs> <I'm> like, Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, you know, high capacity AA launcher, you know. <laughs> there you go. No need for uh, projectiles anymore. That's whacking with a battery. That's right. Pow. Before I started drinking the Freedom American Ale, and I locked up my gun, I yeah. had my Glock 19 in my Kydex and leather holster that I had custom made. And I also had, I was wearing pants today, so I had ankle holster, my 357 Taurus 605, and I am carrying the Tool Logic knife with the now infamous. Rape whistle. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, Flashlight. you know, it depends on, it's relative to who you are. Carnicon, it is the, hey, I'm out of ammo whistle. That's right, yeah. That's uh, the acronym DUMB. Yes. DUMB. Yeah. Which, which stands for? Uh, drop. You got to drop the weapon, motion to the enemy to cease fire, <laughs> and then blow <laughs> the out of ammunition whistle. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be our out of ammunition whistle. Which we'll learn when we go to the super carving course. That's uh-huh. right. We'll learn all that. So we can bring our tool logic and use that for our whistle. Sweet. So what are you carrying? Glock 22, Crimson Trace Laser, Serpa Holster. Got the, um, I'm wearing shorts again today, so no ankle, but I do have the Walther PPS in my Condor backpack, Maxpedition Condor 2 backpack. Got the tool logic, and I've also got the Cold Steel Double Agent neck knife. Nice. And you know, after watching your 9mm versus 45 ACP video, I felt really weird carrying my Glock 19 around because I think I got ripped did off. Did you have your skinny jeans on? I, I did not. <laughs> you did not? No. <laughs> I, I got ripped off of my Glock 19 because the 9mm he shows in the recoil part of that video is not what I have. I guess they're going to have to go and watch the video on YouTube to find out what I'm talking about. But <laughs> it's it's not fair. I think I got gypped by the gun store that I bought that from. Well, you know, we did a recoil video ourselves i think we should do the glock 45 and the glock 9 well i've got to find a glock 9 that looks like the one they had yeah well we'll use yours we'll use your glock okay compared to theirs i'm just i'll be in the fetal position later theirs is a highly customized (laughs) 
Highly customized Glock 17. Did Glock send that to you special? Oh, no. Those, those are your standard issue, guys. That's, oh, they are? That's, so, yeah. so I did get ripped. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably what you got. See, my Glock 19 looks more like the 45 you're shooting. But then oh, okay. the, the 9 that y'all shot, it just it doesn't look like I don't know. Oh, well. Hey, I think it's, probably, it's just the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and plug your channel, uh, Facebook, whatever y'all got out there. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys haven't checked us out, come see us at carnaconshow.com on YouTube. We also have a, a site for T-shirts that would be uh, carnacon.com. C-A-R-N-I-K-C-O-N.com. Carnacon.com. Yeah, we are on Facebook. I don't know what that link is, but you can get it off of YouTube. Just go uh, to Karnik, do put the search C A R N K or whatever. Yeah, we're on we're on Facebook. Just Karnik you know, get, yeah, find us on YouTube. I searched uh, you under. Uh, just put your Karnikon in, and it came up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. just Google, if you Google search Karnikon, you'll find us. Cool. Yeah, just come check us out. We will we will take you to the edge. We will go over the edge, then we'll get underneath it, and we will use it as a back scratcher. <laughs> yes. No doubt. They, they've got some of the best produced videos I've seen on YouTube. Y'all really got to check them out if you've got a sense of humor. If you don't have a sense of humor. So we got to do our trivia question, don't we, left hand, from last week? The last week was the uh, related to Gabby's video. On her custom Glock 17 from yeah. Turan Butler. Exactly. And the question was? What sites? did she have on her custom Glock? And the winner with the correct answer was Brock V. And the answer was Warren Tactical. Oh! So many For all people, you people that put Turan Tactical. Turan Tactical. And I know it was tough to hear, but it's Warren Tactical. We even oh, had a guy that said Warren or Turan Tactical didn't have it on their website yet, and he was frustrated about that. But it's Warren Tactical. That's why it's not on Turan Tactical's website. So that is the trivia question. So, Brog V, congratulations. You are our winner. Hey, and you win absolutely nothing this week. Sorry. No. <laughs> he gets the uh, autographed Gabby. Oh, I know. I'm just <laughs> breaking his heart. So, um, Brock, you've got a uh, autographed copy of Gabby's book, um, Troubleshooting, coming your way. So shoot us your, your info. Send us an email, talkinglead at gmail.com. All right, so this week's trivia is going to be related to our guest, Karnik Khan. Uh, Dugan Ashley. Dugan. Uh, and yes. it's their AK versus AR video. And, Zeke, what's our question going to be? When you have an AK-47 and you need to put... You know, red dot sights, EOTX, whatever on there. What is the proper tape to mount your sights? To mount your sights with, to tape them on to your AK forty seven with. So go to the Carnicon YouTube channel, watch their AR versus AK video, and tell us what the proper tape is that he utilized to mount those sights on his AK forty seven. Describe it in full. Yes, very, very uh, scientific. <laughs> Speaking of apparel, we're we're going to be launching a pretty good T shirt line. Dugan, how much would you charge to do a commercial for us and our T-shirts like you did for yours? I mean, that was just brilliant plugging of your oh, T-shirts. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we probably, probably just I think we could do barter. it. If you just, if you just tell, tell me you love me, I'll just do it for you for free. Like <laughs> we love sounds Dugan. Like a, sounds like a good bartering system. I like that. Well, I tell you what, we'll do a little cross promotion on YouTube. We'll do a, a, yeah, tri that, a tribute to Carnicon video. Yeah, we'll, I like that. I like that. Yeah. And the, we'll, we'll we'll go back and forth. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and since you've been on the show now, can we get one of those certificates of awesomeness? I'm just asking for a lot of crap, aren't I? Yeah, and you're not giving anything in return. <laughs> no, we're gonna plug the crap out of Dugan. Now. Yeah, you want me to do? Uh, are we doing uh, talking lead? You want me to do talking lead? What's that? So it's like dead, the COA. So it's dedicated to your show. Oh, y'all really do make those? Yeah. Oh, I was joking. <laughs> 
It's official. You're awesome. So why not certify that shit with a certificate of awesomeness? So how is one bestowed with such an honor, you might be asking? Great question. There are two ways to earn a Carcon certificate of awesomeness. The first is to send in a doctor's note stating that your combined testicular dry weight is in excess of 3.5 pounds. The second is to comment in any Carnicon video on YouTube and achieve the number one user ranked comment. Once you have achieved the top user rated comment, send us a YouTube private message with certificate in the subject line and include your mailing address. At that time, I will personally sign into legitimacy your certificate of awesomeness and hand mail it to you via USPS. At that point, it's just a waiting game until your certificate of awesomeness arrives. Hope you're hungry. After all, you are awesome. Might as well let the whole world know. Oh man, people go crazy for every single time. That's why, like the whole point of it is to uh, you stimulate uh, interaction. So you get these guys that will compete for like trying to come up with the funniest or you know whatever whatever it is like the craziest comment, and they will just like and they they will get it and they will let me know when they get it for sure. Cool. You know? That is awesome. Yeah, we man. send it to them, and and they, a lot of times they I've seen guys we have like uh, sheriffs and stuff, and they'll just mount them up in their in their office, <laughs> frame them up. <laughs> That is cool. Yeah. So uh, we also like to thank uh, Next Level Training. Yep. Uh, for sending us cert pistol. Provide us with the cert pistol. We're still TNE in that thing. See, I, I did uh, some some stuff today. With we're going to do some videos with it soon too. Yeah, we're going to do some videos. We're going to set up some stuff at Talking Lead Ranch. We got some really cool guests coming up next week. We're finally having our reloading show that everybody's been asking for. So we're going to talk about it reloading next week. We got some cool guests. I'm actually thinking about guys. getting into reloading. Awesome. We'll learn a little bit about next week. Yeah. And because of the 300 AAC blackout is impossible to get. That's the reason why I'm considering yeah, that. That's a, that's a good idea. They, they, uh, they're pretty easy, I've heard, to make that brass from your, your 556. Five, five, yeah. yeah. So that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast, Leadheads. Happy 4th of July. I hope you enjoyed that blast from the past with Carnet Con, Dugan Ashley. Funny, funny stuff. I can't. Uh, stress enough how entertaining and funny that this guy is on his YouTube channel, CarnetCon, which is no longer available, but there is a archive. Somebody has brought all his videos back to life uh, under the CarnetCon archive. Again, go to the show notes, um, and I'll have a link to that in it where you guys can go and access those videos. And make sure you watch that AR-15 versus the AK-47. Hilarious stuff. Again, go and show all our sponsors some love. Mission First Tactical, missionfirsttactical.com. Use the code LEADHEAD to get 20% off. SEAL1, SEAL1.net. Use the code LEADHEAD, get 25% off. Nemo Arms, TL10. You're going to get 10% off at Nemo Arms, and that includes their firearms. If you haven't yet gone to check them out, go to their website, go to the social medias. They make high-quality firearms. They're ARs. They're shotguns, which are heirloom quality. I've said it uh, several times. I'm not exaggerating that. Go check those out. They've got pistols. They've got parts. 
Nemo Arms, TL10. Go to the social medias. Again, all our sponsors, let them know how much you appreciate them making this show, supporting this show each and every episode, because without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Factory 47, they make our AK Corner apparel, and that's James and the gang over at Factory 47. Use the code LEADHEAD. You're going to get 10% off, not only on our products, but any of their products there. They've got some great AK lifestyle apparel, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, mugs, tumblers. Uh, You can get it all there at factory47.com, and that's factory with a K, F-A-K-T-O-R-Y. 47.com. 1776, you get our classic talking lead logos, the flying the flying bullets and our leadhead brigade logo t-shirts uh, and patches at 1776united.com. Use the code talking lead and you're going to get 20% off. That's talking lead is the code at 1776united and you get 20% off there. Uh, again, go to our sponsors social media pages, email them, however you can get in touch with them and let them know that you're part of the Leadhead Brigade and how much you appreciate them making this possible to bring to you each and every week. Caltech Weapons, again, they're going to be hosting us at the 150th NRA annual meetings and conventions there in Houston, Texas. There are They are going to be the official lead quarters. We're going to be broadcasting there, bringing you all kinds of awesome interviews from companies, personalities, and uh, we're going to have some cool swag and giveaways uh, from Mission First Tactical, our buddies at One Dip One Two Three. They're going to have shirts there, custom made with uh, a cool Caltech logo and Talking Lead logo, and some other stuff. So if you're going to be there, make sure you come by and say hey to me and uh, the gang there at Caltech. But again, Leadheads, I couldn't do this if it weren't for you. So thank you all for the support and the participation, the comments, the feedback that you uh, that you give me. I really appreciate it. Tell a buddy, bring a friend, spread the word about the Leadhead Brigade uh, because that's how we can continue to get these sponsors interested and wanting to sponsor us is because of you. So we need... More listeners, more followers, more subscribers. Uh, Leave us comments on whatever podcasting station you're listening to. Share it with all these social media blocks that they're doing with the 2A community. It's really hard for us to get our content out there uh, without you. So please, please, please share links to our, our videos, to our podcast, to our sponsors. And that's the best thing that you guys can do uh, to help spread the word. But enjoy your 4th of July. Have a drink for me. Here's a toast to you, Leadheads. Cheers. Happy 4th of July. And we'll be back next week. And as always, left hand, keep keep your your loved ones ones close. close. Keep your fives close, like in your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Good one.